Welcome to the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. I'm Cassie McKenzie. Think of me as your BFF for manifestation and high vibe mindset makeovers. It's my personal mission to turn your inspiration into action so you can be, do, and have everything you've ever dreamed of having in life. This podcast will focus a ton on creating fulfilling relationships with money, friends, and soulmates, and inspire you to have fun so you can live the most extraordinary life you've ever imagined. If you're ready to take to the next step, then you've come to the right place. Thanks again for joining me. Now let's begin. And we are back to the action. Welcome to the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. I'm Cassie McKenzie, and I'm a manifestation coach for women who want to become manifestation queens so they can create a life and business they love, and of course, filled with money and love and freedom and travel and all that awesome stuff. So I've been so busy with the business manifestival that's been going on. It has just blown my mind. It's been so amazing. We have had speakers on sales on social media how to make your business easy and fun, how to attract ideal clients to you, how to balance your ma- your masculine and feminine energy and really be more authentic in your business. And this has been a theme that's been going on for the last week. So I've really had to, you know, sit back and ask if I've been really authentic too and, you know, where I can increase my authenticity so that you guys know the real me. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm the same person in real life, but like, <laughs> I feel like in a way, the pharmaceutical sales industry of spending 20 years there has kind of turned me into a sales drone. So <laughs> that makes sense. You know, like uber professional and all that jazz. And um, yeah, I think this has just been so great. The business manifestival has been like amazing. So it's given me all sorts of new ideas and things that I can do to make my manifestation coaching not just different than other people's, but more of me. So stay tuned. I think there's going to be some changes coming, but I mean, nothing major. It's all good stuff. So with that being said, This interview was filmed, filmed, this interview was recorded about a month ago with Lauren Megan and Lauren Megan is a quantum quantum power coach. She's an amazing, amazing soul. And we got along so well that I decided to invite her into the business manifestival as well. And we, um, her specialty really is helping helping her clients like stepping into their feminine energy. And that's something that I definitely (laughs) could use some help with, to be honest. I've always operated from a more masculine energy, like a do, do, do type energy. So for me, this was a really great conversation because it taught me a lot about how to really achieve more of a balance because that feminine energy is what's going to give you that flow. And also it introduced me into the world of womb healing, which then crazy enough how the universe delivers it, no pun intended. Um, it then led to like the ladies in my mastermind, like going through this big expansion through womb healing and things like that. Like it just all culminated like within the next week of doing this interview too so but Lauren's an intuitive mentor she's an energy healer she's a mother she also has a podcast called unapologetically divine and she teaches quantum power and feminine leadership so um this is going to be a really fun conversation and I hope you guys are enjoying it if you there's still time to get in on the business manifestival it ends on the 14th with Melanie Ann Lair I'm so pumped Uh, We are just stacked solid this week with amazing, amazing women that are coming on as the guest experts and um, so happy to be able to host this in my private group, The Baddest Manifestation Queen. So if you're already a part of that group, then welcome, welcome. And if you're not, then what are you waiting for? Go get on in there. It's The Baddest Manifestation Queen on Facebook. We are growing at quantum leaps and bounds and all that. So 
Also, if you've missed out on the Business Manifestival, I've now created something fucking epic called the Manifestation Queen Experience. And this is my membership portal that every month you are going to learn how to be a manifestation queen in one new area of life. So the first topic, of course, is going to be manifesting money and abundance and really embodying the wealthy woman. So we are going to be hitting wealth consciousness head on and it's really going to blow you away. So if you're if you feel like you love listening to the podcast and you are always searching for more information around manifesting, then this might be for you because for me, I used to do the same thing where like I would search out all the information, I'd read books, but then I didn't have any way to ingrain it into my life. I didn't have any accountability or coaching to do that. So that's what this membership portal is going to do because I'm going to be doing live trainings in there where you'll interact with me and my vibe and my, you know, expertise around these topics and really be able to ingrain it in there as if it was a whole big group coaching program. So go check it out. It's at makeoveryourmindset.com slash experience. Oh shit. No, it's not. Makeoveryourmindset.com slash queen. Queen as in the band with Freddie Mercury and also as in Mercury. This is the last day of Mercury retrograde. So perfection on all levels. Thank you guys so much. If you really love this episode or if you really love the podcast, go ahead and hit five star review on iTunes so that more people can find us. And with that, here's here's Lauren. I keep wanting to call her Megan, but here's Lauren. <laughs> Have a great day. Welcome back for another episode of the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. Oh my God, I am so excited. Today, we have a very special guest who, funny enough, I've been to her house, she's been to my house, but we've never met each other. This is not a riddle, guys. This is true life. <laughs> I love it. But <laughs> so today we have Lauren Valdez. Did I pronounce your last name right? Yeah, you did. Okay, cool. Valdez. Okay, perfect. And oh my gosh, I can hear my daughter screaming from the other room. She can hear me through the open window. Okay. Today we have Lauren Valdez and Lauren is a quantum power and leadership coach. She works to heal and guide conscious mothers and light leaders to tap into their divine feminine so they can receive more of their desires and step into their unlimited power and potential. I mean, who doesn't want to do that? So they're crazy if they don't want to do that. So she works with the energies of the quantum field to heal and transcend the women she serves. And boy, are you going to get some questions about that today? Because I am obsessed. I was just telling Lauren before we started that I've recently joined a mastermind where like, I, I think I've come in, I'm the one with the most masculine energy out of the seven of us. And although I'm way better than I was a year ago and two years ago, <laughs> so, but I'm learning so much about like numerology and like feminine everything pretty much. And like astrology and how everything fits in. And I'm really starting to become a little obsessed with human design. I think it's just like another piece of icing on the cake. It's just, I love learning more about, you know, myself and about others, you know, and how to interact and really get the most out of life, you know? So welcome, Lord. I can't wait to catch up. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really excited. I feel like all, everything that we're going to talk about, I can just talk about for hours, but mm -hmm. yeah, I, um, I'm a mom too. So I, um, yeah, I live in Clearwater, which is like what, 25 minutes away from you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I am a Reiki healer. I work with the energies. I'm very intuitive. It took me a while. We can kind of talk about that, but it took me a while to really own my gifts and all the things, but we can just dive in. I'm here for yeah, it all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, well, tell me about that. Like as far as um, being intuitive, like how did you know that you had gifts to begin with and um, mm. what was that process of really accepting them and what sort of gifts? Because I'm, you know, learning that there's a whole big wide range of, you know, of it all. 
Yeah, so it's actually really interesting. So my background, I grew up in the Catholic Church. I went to Catholic school for 13 years, and I was never really taught to tap into my own like internal gifts. I think we're all gifted. We all have psychic ability. We all um, can tap into like this quantum field and source energy and all of the things. But um, just being raised Catholic, I was taught that that was really outside of myself. So to be honest, I didn't really know when I was younger that I was super intuitive. I would have like little downloads. Um, I always think about this. I was actually in church in the day of September 11th. I looked at my best friend, Rachel, and I was like, something really bad is happening today. And it was like eight o'clock. And then later that day, we found out about September 11th. So it was even before like any planes hit. I just, I just kind of had this knowing. And then about two or three weeks later, my grandfather died. And same thing. I was in church. It was literally like three weeks after September 11th. And the same thing, I just had this feeling um, like someone was going to die. And I know that sounds really morbid, but it was just like this knowing. It was um, like in Star Wars where there's a disturbance in the force and they can tell. Yeah, for sure. You know? so, <laughs> I'm not a big Star Wars fan, so I actually have no idea what that <laughs> You don't have a four-year-old in Disney+. Plus. We are really? all now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but sure, yes, I... It seems right. So anyway, like I really suppressed all this. Um, but as I, you know, like was in university and college, I started to kind of really dive into meditation because mm -hmm. I was super anxious. I was, um, I was, you know, like using Adderall just to get through my days and, um, I was just not in a very good place. I wasn't happy, you know, so I ended up going to a therapist there, a counselor there on campus. And I just told him, I was like, I want to learn how to handle this. I don't want to be given medications. I just feel like I need some tools. Yeah. And I started meditating and I just started tapping in and my best friend around the same time really got into yoga and I just started to play around with everything. And um, there were times where I fell away from it and times that I came back in, but it always pulled me back. And I would say just, I would say when I got pregnant with Elliot, my daughter, that's really where things started to shift for me. That's really where I honed in on my gifts and my spirituality and really? my, yeah, my connection to God. And I saw, um, I saw my birthing experience and my laboring experience as such a gift um, in such a way for me to really tap into my own internal power, which is something I teach the women I work with is, you know, we all have this own internal power. And a lot of times that's given to other people or we look for other things to validate it or tell us that we're worthy or enough. Right. So um, my pregnancy was like this huge experience of me just tapping into my own gifts, tapping into my divine feminine. I had um, a natural birth in a birthing center, which everyone said I could not do. And I saw God and like, you know, when you're in labor and they always tell you like you'll hit a moment where you just can't do it anymore. I don't know if you had that experience, but I did. And I was, I looked at my midwife and I was just like, I cannot do this anymore. You guys need to send me to the hospital. Oh, <laughs> and just no. the baby out and they're like, no, you can do this. And um, my midwife said something to me and she was just like, you just need to surrender. Like you're fighting your contractions, just surrender. Um, so I did and I saw God and like literally we started pushing after that and she came out and wow. it was just such a like divine experience. And from that point forward, um, I just started to really own my connection. And now, you know, I do hire mentors. I hire guides to help, you know, teach me little tricks, but I just worked with a mentor and it was such a, it's funny cause she's actually out in San Diego and we were just talking about San Diego yeah. out there. And, um, I just hired a mentor and we were tapping into all of my intuitive gifts and she's just like, you're an open channel. Like you can really do it all. Like I can see past lives. I can see, her. I can see, I can feel things. I like, there's just this knowing within me. Um, but for so, so long, I suppressed that for so, so long. I didn't trust that within myself. Um, 
and it's still a process. I just wrote an email about this, about how much I've had to shed and um, remove from my subconscious to really step mm-hmm. into the space, you know? So it's, it's still work. I wouldn't say like I'm there. Um, not at all, but it's a really beautiful journey when like you own your gifts. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I have any intuitive gifts. I mean, I can tap into my intuition and follow yeah. that like gut instinct for me, but I don't believe so that's that. Knowing. Yeah. That's just yeah. like knowing. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. But as far as like seeing the future, things like that, or I don't, Oh no, I don't yeah. think I have that. <laughs> like, if you manifest that you mm-hmm. see the future, that you playing with a quantum field. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, well, true. The visualization process is you just tapping into another field of another field of possibility mm-hmm. and then bring that into your reality. So think about yeah. all the things you've manifested in your life and then you're like, oh my gosh, at one point in time, that wasn't even like a real reality and now it made it a reality because I saw it. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like with this house, it was like that. And then we did, I became an NLP practitioner and yeah. I always tell the story about how like we, I have a really hard time with visualizing things, you know, and like even visualization exercises and stuff. Like, I don't know. I feel like my ego plays with my head. Like it'll like come in and show me like really random shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, um, but there was this one exercise where it was like a, where you placed a goal into the future and it was the very last day we were there. And after like eight days of my husband being able to do like everything, you know, and I was like, we'd come back and I was so frustrated. So I was like, I can't visualize for shit. Like this is BS, you know, like, ah! I was like freaking out. But then the last day, finally we did that. And I totally like, it went so well and I could actually visual. And I literally like it within that was February and then we closed on this house at the end of June and like I remember I had that moment that I had visualized in my head and we were actually living it like the first weekend we moved here it was pretty wild so yeah isn't that funny um yeah that's basically like what it is but I think sometimes you know it's just like some people are feelers you know like People just feel things and that's their intuition speaking to them. Yes. I think that's, that's for sure. Yeah. There was something recently that happened where I was like, I have a bad, like, I don't know. Like I don't have a great, you know, and yeah. It turned out. Yeah. But you were saying, I'm sorry. I am just so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I think, and like, here's the deal. And I always say this to my clients is it's just something to play with, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Um, when you tap in, it's really just, and this is hard for a lot of people, but, and I, I had to learn this the hard way because I used to only do guided meditations mm-hmm. and something in me like a while back was just like, you're not supposed to be doing guided meditations anymore. We need you just to like, listen to us, like, just like mm-hmm. sit for the longest time I would sit and like my mind would wander. And I'd be like, what am I doing here? And I didn't feel any shifts or transformations. And now when I sit and I'm quiet and I just like focus on my third eye or focus into my heart center, that's really where the connection happens. Mm -hmm. So it is, it's like being still and it's being really open to receiving the messages because your ego will try to block it and your ego will try to tell you a different story. Um, But that's a different feeling. The ego likes to play on fear and the soul likes to play on love and bliss and joy and more of those positive emotions. Right. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I started doing just like um, non-guided meditations too, just recently. But yeah. you know, I have to like go out into my car in the, <laughs> in the morning and do that, or else you get found. <laughs> I have to wake up like really early, and I like have to find like just some place where no one's around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually in the morning, like Justin's getting ready, the dog's crying to go to the bathroom, yeah. and then once Elliot wakes up like that's it like there's no meditating yeah everything I've been reading and following and listening to lately all says like meditation is the answer like 
you know, and there's that internal struggle where people say like, oh, I don't have time to sit there. And I'm like the one, like, I'll say the same thing. Like, I can't find 30 minutes or an hour to do that every day. Are you kidding me? But then I would ask you, like, have you found that meditating for that, like that chunk of time that takes up, you know, time that you could be doing work or this or that or the other, does it actually end up saving you time? over the course of a day or a week or whatever, because you're not spinning your wheels, doing all the wrong shit. You're opening yourself up to receive what you really should be doing. Yeah. Because here's the deal. Time isn't real. Mm -hmm. And when you understand that concept, you're able to collapse time. You're able to, like, I just did it today. I only had so many hours in the day. I needed to get my nails done, have, like, I went to Starbucks, dropped Elliot off with my mom, got my nails done, went to TJ Maxx to find an outfit, tried it on, hated it, decided I didn't want to be there anymore, left. <laughs> like, you know when you go to a department store and you're like, I kind of want to shop, but then you just, like, are there yeah. and you're like, this doesn't even feel good right now. I don't want to yeah. be here. Um, well, I had one of those moments. We'll talk about that with the feminine because that's the feminine, allowing the feminine to lead the way um, okay. instead of yeah. to do something you don't want to do. So I left. I came home, had lunch, recorded a few videos, um, washed all the dishes. Our dishwasher is broken right now. So like I have to hand wash all the dishes, which takes so much time. Yeah. Um, got dinner ready, wrote up a really juicy post or a really juicy email for my email list and am now recording this podcast. And that's a lot of things to do. Mm-hmm. But I started my morning off with the meditation. I just said, okay, today's, you know, we got a lot to do, but we're going to get it done. We're going to collapse time. It's not going to feel rushed. It's not going to feel pushed. And, um, you know, time's like endless. So I think when it comes to that is you have to really make the time for it and you have Mm -hmm. to decide, you know, um, and that might sound really abstract to some people, but it's the truth of the matter. You know, if you want to tap into your intuition, if you want to feel more connected to source, God, spirit, light energy, whatever you want to call it, you Mm -hmm. have to really allow the space for that to happen. And when you do, the universe is going to provide for you and the universe is going to make it a hell of a lot more easier to get shit done. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny that you said time isn't real because not funny. haha. It's like, <laughs> funny, like Oh my God. Cause I was just like, before, before I went to bed last night, I was reading one of the first chapters of the happy pocket full of money. And it was all about like how time isn't real. It's just, um, you know, it's like quantum physics and all that. It was, yeah. it was just like that same exact conversation. I was just reading last night. I'm like, Oh, you know, thanks universe. I think you're trying to tell me a message. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like did you get that one me all the time I will like read the same piece of information like I'll ask the universal question be like hey can you guide me on this and I'll hear the answer on a podcast and it's like okay hear it then I'll read it in a book okay universe and then someone will speak it to me and I'm just like okay I get it we're doing that, you know <laughs> that's how it works like people think it's going to be like this big massive like divine download but we get downloads and inspiration and connection throughout our day through everything mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah. So to be open to seeing it and hearing it and witnessing the lessons mm-hmm. that the universe yeah. has you know right. yeah it's so interesting you say that and it's 333 right now <laughs> by the way. So, yeah. so one of my like daily things like if I, if anything stays constant, what I've started lately is I'll put, while I'm in the shower, I put like a YouTube Abraham Hicks video on. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, like my, I've started doing this thing where like when I pull up YouTube, whatever the very top video of an Abraham Hicks, you know, blurb or whatever, rant, riff, whatever you want to call it. The first one, I'll put it on while I'm in the shower and then that's like my time. If I don't have, you know, if I haven't meditated or if I haven't had anything, at least I listen to that. And like, I take that as that's my daily theme, like my daily message. Right. And yesterday, part of it was about a guy who's like, you know, his business wasn't going very well and he lost like an account or something, or maybe, maybe it was like a relationship that he wanted to improve, whatever, either one. 
and she was telling the story about how or they were telling the story about how Esther basically said like was traveling from San Diego to, to Dallas and said the word yeehaw over you know to a friend like texted ooh yeehaw and was like I've never said that in my life why did I say that and then when they landed in Dallas there was somebody who said yeehaw when they landed and then like later on she saw a license plate that said yeehaw and she was like so we ask you if you think the universe can make, can make all these three you know synchronicities happen which is like a seemingly like dumb thing then don't you think it has the power to take care of the big things too <laughs> yeah, I love that. oh my gosh that's such a pa- I, first of all i love abraham hicks and the way that Esther like channels him is so fun Um, or the energy behind Abraham is so fun, but um, that's so powerful. But it's so funny because, and I always say this because, you know, everyone's into like the angel numbers now, but it's repeating numbers. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, is like angel numbers just aren't like the like eight, 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 or like today I saw nine, 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 but like I see seven, one, seven all the time. Mm all the time. And it's all about like spiritual awakening and connection to source. But someone would just be like, no, it has to be two, two, two or one, one, one. And it's just like, no, it's a synchronicity mm-hmm. behind the numbers that carries a vibration. Yeah. <laughs> Even one, two, three carries an energetic yeah. vibration, but kind of going back to the synchronicities, it's just like, you have to like Esther's willing and open to mm-hmm. see universe and that's just such a playful way like the universe wants to play the universe doesn't want it to be like so strategic and strict and like oh I have to do this like if you can't meditate every day or you wake up late one morning and then I mean this happens all the time like I'll wake up later and then Elliot's up as I'm waking up and I'm just oh well there goes a deep meditation you know like, it's okay because you can't have shame or guilt around your practice. You can't yeah. make it something that you have to do or you should do, and that's the only way that you can be connected. There's so many opportunities and ways to, like, connect to source energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we put the shame and the guilt and, like, the restrictions on it and the shoulds, it's it loses all meaning you know it's not so much this playful fun practice where you get to like have this little co-creative dance with the universe it's like it it becomes very religionized and I don't necessarily agree with that you know (laughs) yeah totally yeah where it's just like you you miss the forest for the trees right (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's like some like what I used to get all bent out of shape if that was the case because I was like no I've got to do this and I've got to do this and like now I've got the kids all day and like then I started reframing it into like there's a shit ton of people who would like love to be able to spend all day with their kids and I remember when I was in corporate and I was like why do I have to go to work? Like, I just want to spend time with my kids. And so it's like, now I already have that time. You know what I mean? And so sometimes maybe it's not like the meditation, the 20 minutes, maybe it's just sitting where you are with them and laughing and having fun and playing and, you know, pretending to drink from the teapot 10 times (laughs) in a row. Yeah, you know what? That's one thing. Whenever I get like really stressed out or like, I'm like, when's the next client coming in? Or like, when's the next sign up coming on? Um, that's one thing like my guides and like the universe always downloads into me. It's just like, just be a mom, like just go back to being a mom, turn on music, play with her, like tap back into that energy because her energy, and I'm sure the same things like for your kids, like children are light energy. They haven't been conditioned yet to be anything other than that, you know? Um, So like tap into that, like sometimes I'll just sit with Elliot and I still nurse her. So like, I'm able to like actually have her where she's sitting for a little bit. Um, But I'll just like sit with her and I'll just like pull in her energy because it's so loving and it's so like non-judgmental and just pure. Um, But playing with kids, yes. Like there's so many lessons to be learned from them, you know, like they're so They're so open with their emotions. They don't give a shit. Sorry if I (laughs) they don't give a shit if they have breakdowns or cry or tantrums and like that's such a natural state of being you know like we're here to express those things and feel all those emotions yeah yeah they're so sweet I know (laughs) I can hear them in the other room right now like 
I think Liam went into Stella's room, Stella was sleeping, and so now they're playing probably in the same crib together. So it's cool, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Have another child and then you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> like this like Tasmanian devil, you know. It's cool. I've been in Denver for like three years and I witnessed a lot of kids together at once. Yeah. And I actually was a live-in nanny for three boys under the age of seven. And yeah. like, I'm just going to enjoy one child. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my> God, no. <laughs> yes. Well, let's go into like, um, you mentioned the divine feminine that, that, you know, that lean back and kind of energy is more the divine feminine and like allowing that how do you, like, if, okay, I spent 20 years in corporate America and, uh, you know, before we learned all about all the other ways to classify yourself, somebody on the outside might have said, hey, you're a very driven type A kind of person, you know, I've been like developing further off of that, but I think there's a lot of people, if they listen to the podcast, they're probably still working, you know, the nine to five, trying to like get out and start their own you would call it the side hustle, but that, you know, is usually, I guess, what it's called. But I don't really believe in the hustle anymore. And so, um, you know, where you feel like you got so much to do and maybe I think, in, especially when you have kids too, right? Or like you've got a busy life or a lot going on, it can be like a very big culture shock to find out, hey, wait a minute, there's a better way. <laughs> that you probably just ignored for most of your life because it was like must have all of this stuff done right so can you explain a little bit like what that is just from like a basic you know for everybody listening and then you know how you found that you tap into it how you coach your clients and stuff you know just a few tips and things for us that you know the doers <laughs> I used to be a doer too. Um, I was raised in very masculine energy. My mom worked full time. She was like one of the only moms that worked full time. Um, and my dad worked and he was very masculine. And I've spent most of my life looking for my dad's approval. Yeah. I always ask my clients, and this is something that you can ask yourself or, um, the listeners can ask themselves right now is, you know, when you were growing up, who did you aim to please? Like, who did you look for, for validation, for external validation? Cause as children, naturally we will. Yeah. And it was very much my dad and he was very much my masculine. And then the next question is always, um, what did they say to you when you came home from school or at the end of the day, did they ask you how you felt that day or what you did that day? Um, and most of my clients, cause most of my clients are type A, at least when they start working with me, they're very much in like, I need to do this. I need to do this. Um, it's because you were conditioned to believe that in order to receive love, you had to do something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's where that masculine comes from. And I would say it's a wounded masculine. It's not the divine masculine because the divine masculine is consciousness. It's God source energy. It's that sun energy. It's ever present. You know, it's constant. It's there. It's stable. It's secure. It's the action. It's the doing. And that's beautiful. That's needed, right? We can't just be like fairies in the air, not doing anything. Right. Um, but then the feminine is would have been the question, how did you feel today? Right. And that's something that I have talked to Justin about because I'm just like, you know, when Elliot's growing up, we have to ask her more how she feels because she's yeah. a emotional. She's a Scorpio and she's just already very emotional anyway. Yeah. Um, like one little thing will just kind of like set her off into like a little like mama. She started doing this, mama. <laughs> okay. um, but anyway, so, um, but that's more of a feminine question, the feeling and the being, and like you said, the leaning back, the surrendering, the trusting your intuition, mm -hmm. the not questioning it that is the feminine. That's that divine feminine energy. On the flip side, there's a wounded feminine. And like I said, that's the lack of creativity, the lack of, the lack of sexuality, sensuality, or an over amount of sexuality, right? Like that's like too much. Um, but it's, it's almost like 
we're just out there and we're just like, oh, we'll just go with the flow and see what happens. And it's like a little bit too much of that. So what I teach my clients to do is to really balance that. Sorry if you hear Kobe. Um, but what I teach my clients to do is to really balance that and really, and it's not even a balance. It's more of a synergy, you know, it's yeah. more like, um, it's just this flow between the two. So, um, I teach yeah, them, totally. yeah, so I teach them this synergy and I help them because most of them are like this type A, this doing, 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 I teach them how to embody their feminine. And I think that that's key there because the feminine is in her body. Um, it's not so much about doing anything else. It's more so about removing the layers that are stopping you from being in your feminine. So what are you taking on from your parents or from past lives or generational trauma um, that's stopping you from living in your divine feminine? I only just learned about womb healing yesterday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, um, through this mastermind I'm in because um, one of the girls was asking about like, what's the best time to like post an offer or whatever. And I was like, well, from what I, you know, learned or seen, it's more of like the energy that, you know, that, that you're in when you go to post it, like that's like the, the, you know, tapping into that. And, but one of the other girls in the mastermind is like, really like next next level in all of it and so she was saying you know like she'll infuse it with like womb energy and like you know heart energy like she's more like she helps intuitive healers you know promote their businesses and stuff you know what i mean so like um she's like fascinating and and all and and so it the, just the topic came up and so I started Googling. And so like literally if you look at all my past like browser links, you would be like, <laughs> like how to consciously manifest your desires through sexual womb alchemy and the jade egg practice and stepping into the spiritual power of your, you know, womb energy, but then also healing the you know, then I was reading about healing the womb energy and you know, all of the things like whether it's past lovers, right. Or like just sexual traumas or, you know, people have that or, um, even I guess like trauma from relationships, you know, like if, if like, would it count? Like if you're with somebody who like really broke a promise with you or, you know, if you've got past lovers or boyfriends or whatever who cheated or abused porn or did other things that maybe made you not feel like, you know, what's the word for it? Like feminine sex, like affected your sexuality or out of your worth. So this is the way I see it. And it's really funny because here's the deal. Alchemy is just transmuting energy. It's just shifting the vibration of the energy. Right. Um, and I think right now it's like the terms are like, so catchy and cool things. Right. Um, but really it's just you changing that energy and shifting that energy and for me personally, as I've done like the sacral healing work, and some people would say it's womb healing, it's the same place in your body. It's that same energetic space. Um, as women, I think we store most of our trauma there. Mm-hmm. I think if we were ever called fat in high school or in college, we store that trauma there. That mm-hmm. takes us out of our self-worth. Our self-worth um, and how we love ourselves and how we hold ourselves, it's so it's stored in our sacral. So it's not just, again, it's not giving the power to the man that broke your heart, you know, five yeah. years ago or whatever. It's saying, how did that person take me out of my worth? How did that person make me feel mm-hmm. when I caught them looking at porn? What like did that trigger me? And then what emotion was that? Was it anger? Was it rage? Was it sadness? Did I express it fully? Because that's the work that you do to heal your sacral. Yeah. It's screaming, it's yelling, it's taking, it's releasing anything that's stored in there, any energy that's stored in there and letting it out in the most pure way, in the most raw form. So, but what, what's so powerful about the sacral energy, once you heal it, is that is your creative energy, that's your spiritual energy, that's a high vibration, right, Mm -hmm. that's a super high vibration, that's what creates life, so if you can tap into that, you can manifest anything, you can co-create anything with the universe, because you're so in tune with your sacral, and hey, if you just want to do it right now, 
put your hands on your womb space on your scroll, and just close your eyes mm-hmm. and just breathe into it. Take a deep breath and just feel that energy there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if you want to connect it to your heart, put your right hand on your heart and your left hand on your womb and allow that energy from your heart to go into your sacral. Oh my gosh, it's like all getting hot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It really works, huh? Yeah, Yeah, I was reading about this um, visualization you can do where like you visualize where you like drop down into your womb and like look and see, you know what I mean? Like open your eyes as you're in there and like look at what is in there, you know, like what shows up and stuff, like what colors it is or if it's swirling and all, you know, and it was like, when I did that, I felt like there was a lot of energy there and it was like all bright red and pink and stuff. Like it, it looked healthy, you know, but there was definitely like a lot of stuff in there that was just like, you know, did it feel stagnant? No, it felt like very energetic, but it felt like not all the energy needed to be there. You know what I mean? overactive so it's calming that down a little bit yeah like maybe there was still some things and it was like I could see parts of it but then like there were corners there were where, like I couldn't so I think there's some things that need to like whew, like get out <laughs> for sure yeah well what's funny is so as women I mean you carried life so that baby lived in your womb for nine well ten months nine ten months mm-hmm. And, um, that baby took up all your energy and that baby absorbed all of your energy. So if you were anxious or if you were scared to have the baby, or if there was other things happening in your life, other traumas happening while you're pregnant, the baby picked up on that energy. Mm -hmm. So if that happened when your mother was pregnant or your mother's mother was pregnant, think about how much trauma is now stored in your body. And that's why I say it's not always your trauma that Feeling. It's um, and the way I look at it, and the way I teach my clients, because I work with a lot of moms, is it's you healing for your babies. You know, it's you healing that trauma because you created life for them. So even when I do the work, I'm doing it for Elliot, right? Like I'm healing that stuff so that we can break the cycle, right? Um, so even if your great grandmother had, you know, was maybe sexually assaulted or something happened, like you still picked up on that. And then there's the past life. I don't know if you believe in past lives, but I do. I believe we've lived multiple lives in our souls and, um, there's trauma from that too. You know, in a past life, I was a witch and I was burned at the stakes and I was, I was, you know, basically shamed for my intuition, my intuitive powers and my knowings. So think about coming into this life and my soul is like, you got to do it all over again. <laughs> right. Because I don't want to get burned at the stake again, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, so it's looking at all that and it takes time and it takes work and, you know, it is crying and releasing and my friend, Olivia, she calls it purging. It's like you're purging all that stuff out, but the next level is so beautiful. It's just like this, this elevation in consciousness and it's really, really beautiful, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Wow. It's all so interesting. (laughs) Well, I do remember like both times I was pregnant, I was really, really creative. Well, more, especially with Stella, I was very, very creative. And I like literally, well, I had two C-sections though too. So I I didn't have um, a natural birth, but um, they did play Empire of the Sun in the delivery room when... (laughs) when uh, Stella was born. I'm like, yeah, this is good. And so um, anyway, but literally like the night before we were going in, I was like in our garage with a circular saw, a like, <laughs> like the um, automatic, you know, nail gun thing. And just like making a piece of furniture to hang all my jewelry on before like I went in to give birth the next day, did all sorts of projects and things. So I definitely believe like it is your creative center. Like you've got to maintain it healthy. Right. And so, and I totally agree. Like, I think there is a lot of stuff that comes in from past generations and things that, you know, once you become like 
awake to it, you're able to heal it and then be better. Like that, like, I feel like now that I've learned all this stuff and having kids, it's almost like, pardon the the phrase, but a race against time. (laughs) Since we were talking about how time isn't real, but like my kids are almost, well, one just turned four, Stella just turned two, but like if their subconscious brain develops, you know, by the time they're seven, then I've got to really watch what I do and how I show and like the example. So it's like of utmost importance to me to become the best person possible as quickly as possible, you know, and learn as much as I can and like integrate it and live it in alignment with all of it before, you know, they start absorbing like a bunch of garbage that I'm generationally carrying through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, here's the deal. It's not so much a race against time because it's a journey. Um, And I think that anything can be healed anyway, you know, and it's not so much about saying like, I have to be completely healed by the time they turn seven. It's more so just saying like, why not take them on the journey with you? Like, why not explain to them? Like, even like, I get this a lot with moms who, you know, maybe they yell or they just have like that moment of like mom breakdown where you're just like, oh my gosh, everyone stop talking, you know? And maybe just saying to your kids like, hey, mommy's really sorry that that happened. I'm like really, I'm going to work on that. That was just a moment. Sometimes you might have those moments too. So what they're looking for more than anything is seeing how you're graceful with yourself and compassionate with yourself and how you love yourself. Not so much that you're perfect. You know what I'm saying? Um, So it's just kind of taking them along for the ride with you. Well, thank God for that. You made me feel a whole lot better. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully the people listening, they have kids. They feel better too. Cause yeah, I guess in that way, then you have that teaching moment of being like, this is how you would handle something, you know, instead of running away from it or wanting to be perfect. Like this is how you would handle, you know, kind of fucking up in a sense, you know what I mean? Or not being exactly a hundred percent happy with how you reacted to something, you know? Exactly. I think guilt and shame, like those are such low frequencies. Yeah. I think that that's like what really like will affect and Brene Brown teaches about this a lot. It's not about perfectionism. Like there's, uh, there's so much power in being vulnerable. So like be vulnerable with your kids. Um, Watching another interview on Gaia and I don't know if you have Gaia, but it's literally like the Netflix of spirituality and it was on conscious parenting. And it's more so like you're creating a partnership with your children. You're not creating like this controlling, like have to be perfect. Everything has to be in order. Like they want to, they want to know that they'll still feel safe when they mess up because, you know, so it's creating that dynamic for them. Yeah, totally. I know. Cause you don't like break their heart cause they think they mess up and then yeah. they'll still want to do like the best thing that they possibly can, but they know there's like a safe space. Yeah, exactly. What would be your number one tip or, you know, guidance around quantum manifesting for those that are new to it? Cause I love talking about that on the podcast too. Okay. I would say you have to understand that anything is possible. Mm-hmm. and that there's no limitations for what you can create. And I love to explain this to entrepreneurs because we are in a time where there are millionaires, multiple millionaires. I think we're in a time where there's more self-made millionaires made every single day than ever before, um, like ever in time. And most of them have created businesses literally out of nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're in a coaching in this coaching space, or if you're a healer or a guide or a mentor, or you have courses, like you've created that out of nothing. That's the quantum field. The quantum field is limitless possibilities, right? And when you can right. that and that knowing, and you don't limit yourself, and you don't create boundaries or like these little structures around yourself and your ideas and what's possible for you, right. that's manifesting in the quantum field. Yeah. Understand that play with it, you know, like just allow yourself to play and then start to do the work. Like, here's the deal. It takes work to rewrite your subconscious mind (laughs) because I love my parents. I think that they did the best they could with what they had, but there was a lot of stuff that I picked up from them that I've had to 
unlearn and realize that that's not my beliefs. Those aren't, that's not my truth. So it's coming back to my truth. And that's the quantum is coming back to yourself, coming home to yourself and then manifesting from that space. Mm -hmm. So figure out who you are, what you believe in, what's your truth. And if you're carrying anything that's not yours, then release it, you know, and if you need help that then hey I'm here or you're here and like <laughs> that's the work that we do right <laughs> exactly oh my god I love it I love it I know I feel like sometimes people think that it's more complicated than that right no it's no so it's really that like anything is possible like the only limits that we have are the ones we put on ourselves. like in all areas of life you know and we can choose to interpret things in one way that will limit you or you can choose to interpret it in another way where it's expansive right I think that's where like a lot of breakdowns and communications come through too you know where like it's all up to somebody's model of the world and what their interpretation is so you could say the same thing to two different people and they're like I can't believe you'd say that to me and others are like I can't believe I didn't think of it that way (laughs) you know Tell everybody what you're working on right now and where they can find you. Um, Okay, so I have some secret things coming out specifically Mm. for moms. So just follow me on Instagram and you'll get all the details as they release at laurenmegan.co. Um, I have a membership portal. Um, it's called Power Mystics, and it's for anyone that's wanting to dive into this work, into the spiritual, the woo, the mystical. Um, it's basically your hub. It's $22 a month, so very affordable because I want you to be able to get this information mm-hmm. and not necessarily spend an arm and a leg. And right. then I do readings and Reiki healings. Um, both virtually and in person. Um, And then you can also um, work with me one-on-one and that's a very sacred container. So I always suggest to people like, let's kind of get on a call and see what's coming up for you and we'll create from there. So yeah, lots of, I'm a manifesting generator. So lots of ways. Me me. too. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely tell for sure. (laughs) Oh gosh. It's like written on my face. You're like matching my energy, which is very hard for people to do. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. Well, that's, I'll take that as a compliment. I mean, I don't know how much better we can go from there. So (laughs) thank you you so much. This is so much fun. I can't wait to release this to the world. And if you're listening now, then you know, it's already been released. Like we just did the thing. But thank you so much, Lauren. I so love this conversation. I could talk about this for years. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and I can't wait to catch up with you again soon. Thank you so much for choosing to push play on another episode of the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. If you absolutely love today's episode, please take a minute to screenshot the episode, put it on Instagram, tag me and let me know what's working for you. I absolutely love hearing from each and every one of you, and I love being able to bring this podcast to you on a weekly basis. Also, please take a minute if you're loving the podcast and leave a rating and a review. I absolutely love each and every review that's been put on iTunes. Uh, They help us reach more people, help more people find out about the Makeover Your Mindset podcast, and keep the good stuff coming to you. Thanks again so much. I love you all and I look forward to meeting here again next week.